What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas. I am Cameron, and I am joined by the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, greater than Scott Sterling himself, Mr. Tyler Plath. Tyler, how are you today? I don't deserve to grace the presence of this 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 Zoom call. You're gonna you you put me above Scott Sterling, and that's an honor that I sincerely appreciate. But that's a mantle I cannot hold. <laughs> well, you'll have to try for at least a Zoom call. Uh, <laughs> I can I can try that. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try my best for sure. All right. <laughs> We have our Friday episode. Obviously, we forgot to cover our Vikings Pittsburgh um, game. Uh, I don't know how we forgot. When you're hearing this, it'll already be Friday, so you won't. Um, obviously, you'll know the outcome. Ty, just super quick for the listeners, just so they know right away who you taking Pittsburgh or they have Vikings minus three. Who you taking Pittsburgh? Money line. Oh no, don't do it to him. Money line. I'm still hopeful I'm taking the Minnesota Vikes. I, I just think TJ Watt will have two sacks. I think okay. I think Kirk will do just enough to kind of keep it close. But I think the defense is still the question work with the Vikings. Najee Harris will have a hell will uh not, I shouldn't say have a resurgent game, but he will definitely uh, crack a hundred yards. And um, I just, I'm not excited for it. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll probably be rough. But I'm still sticking Minnesota. Like Ty's got pit money line. If you're going to the casino, you're putting money on those sports book. I would listen to Ty, who kicked my butt last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty ten and three, so. Make sure you listen to him. Ty, anything new that you need to tell the listeners, or should we dive right in? Ooh. I'll just throw out a, a proposal, I'll say. All right. All right. <clears throat> you know what's super fun in the wintertime? What? Some of you might be thinking, well, build a snowman or go tubing or go sledding or watch a Hallmark Christmas movie with a nice hot cup of hot cocoa. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, going to Top Golf. Okay. It is brutally cold outside, is well worth the investment. Really? Everywhere. So you're never cold. It's only bad when the wind is coming into your tunnel. That's when it's bad because you can't avoid that. Yeah. The majority of the time, it's never doing that. So I'm just saying, you know, we have a lot of friends that have the month of January off of school and all that kind of stuff. All those lucky ducks. (laughs) I I wish I could go back to that, honestly. But If anyone, since we are now in December and, and we're inching closer and closer to the new year, 
if anyone would like to go to Top Golf with, I don't know, the fellas or something, <laughs> I don't know. If anyone would like to pay for our trip to Top Golf or well, something, well, I mean, <laughs> we can probably dabble with the Thrive money. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I, you know, but a workout in. You want to, you want to come hang out with the fellas? Let's go do Top Golf. Let's go do Top Golf. I love it. I would not have. I would. I was not ready for that. I like it. That's a. That's a hot take from Ty. It's been well, a little while. Well, it's. Uh, yeah, I can see how it can be a bit controversial and it can be a hot <laughs> take by, you know, thirteen degree weather and we're going golfing, but, yeah. it's well worth it. It's a blast because, you all just want to swing, right? Like swinging there you is go. active and keeping you warm. I'm telling you, Perfect. it might be my favorite pastime. In the winter, <laughs> top golf, gotta top love it. All righty. Well, as we said earlier, Ty was ten and three last week. I was an abysmal five and eight. Um, so I'm glad I didn't go to the sports books when I lost at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so we'll we'll dive right in. Obviously, Lucas has the start sits episode on Saturday, so we will kind of stay away from that. Last week, I just let it get real long, so we'll we'll try and clip through these a little quicker. Usually, our Thursday, I guess our Friday one's a little bit of a faster episode, so we'll try to kind of get back to that. Um, mm-hmm. Let you know what's coming for this week, guys. We really like I'm picking some over on there. It's just talking football, you know. I mean, that's what that's what we do. Just talk just, football. Just guys being dudes. Guys being dudes, three stooges being dudes, fans football fellas. All right, kick <laughs> it off. Uh, parallel soon. All right. Um, first, we got the Raiders at the Chiefs. Then we got Chiefs minus nine and a half with an over under of 48. Um, Ty, initial thoughts is this the Kirk or not Kirk? Well, the Patrick Mahomes bounce back game. Um, or does Vegas keep him in check again? Oh man, I I don't think this will be the game, but I think it'll be an efficient game. Okay. Um, I see this being not. I think it'll be the scoreline will be closer than what the game actually was like. All right. I think the Chiefs handle this one pretty, pretty easily. So handle it to the tune of minus nine and a half. Yes. Yes. He taken Kansas City to cover. Interesting. I'm going to stick with Vegas on this one. Okay. Uh, I understand. I understand. I think Derek Carr always plays these ones close. Um, even when he's been, even when they've been bad, he's played this one close. So I'm taking Vegas to cover. Um, but yeah, I think who are you more confident in this week? Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill? Because they both had big duds last week. Do you think they both return? Are you more confident one over the other? Uh, personally, I take I'm taking uh Travis Kelsey. I think when Mahomes wants to get right game, I think he finds a safety valve over the middle, and that's Travis Kelsey. That's who I personally am. It might be because I have Kelsey in a in one in one league, but I'm gonna <laughs> may or may not be may have an biased. influence over my opinion, but that's where let I'm me, at. Let me see if I took a picture of these stats. Um, 
Oh, you may have to stall for a little bit while I find these, but I'm looking up Travis right. Kelsey's stats against the Raiders. They're insane. They All are. Right. I can stall a little bit. Um, in this game, Waller is listed day to day. Might play, might not. If he does, he's obviously a start. Um, Clyde Edwards Lair, I feel still <laughs> start. Ty, let me know if you feel any different. Um, at least an RB low end RB two probably in this game. Um, he will be splitting time, but he will get the majority of the work. Hunter Renfro is probably he's your wide receiver, low end wide receiver too. So if he's in your flex position, you're you're fine with that. You know he's going to get you points. Um, he showed last week that he can start putting up those twenty point weeks um, when needed. Uh, anyone else in this game? Derek Carr might be a sneaky play um, if you need a streamer. He's pr- he probably has already picked up. And then obviously we know Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's a division game. The over-under is 48, like I said. Uh, since week 10, divisional games are 12 and 4 if you've got the under. So they're usually hitting the under after week 10. So that, that'll be a, um, a trend to watch. Ty, any, any luck on these Kelsey stats? Oh, dude, I, I have the general stats against the Raiders. All right. Um, but I've got to... I, I'm close. I'm oh so close. So maybe I come back to it, but I'm I'm taking Kelsey as well. All right. If I Kelsey, find it, I will interrupt you. And it might here you be go. I got I got it for you. Time. Eighty-four catches, twelve hundred yards, and seven touchdowns in fifteen career games against the Raiders. Yep. That's insane. I mean, he's played one season. If if you had any tight end other than Travis Kelsey put up that number to one season, you'd be so beyond happy. You he's know. had, yeah, he's had six career 100 yard games against the Raiders. Yeah, that's got to be, uh, you got to be watching that. Mm-hmm. All righty. So Ty took Kansas City to cover. I take Vegas to cover with a nine and a half. Our right, next game we'll talk about is Saints versus the Jets. Um, this might be in consideration for Lucas's. We never ask him. We should start asking him instead of just deciding for him. Um, I think this one or the next one are Lucas's blech games of the week, especially if Taysom Hill's playing with a mallet finger. Um, <laughs> we got New Orleans at home, minus nine and a half, over under 43, so lower over under. Uh, I don't even know what to think about this game. Isn't yeah. this disgusting? This game, I, I really, oh my goodness, my computer keeps just going nuts. Um Join the Discord. Yes, this game, this game is just, <laughs> this game is just nuts. I, I can't. I, I, you initially looked at it and you're like, maybe under on the point total, but like New yeah. Orleans should handle this fairly easily. Yeah. And then Taysom Hill and Mark Ingram's on the COVID nineteen reserve list. Kamara's not a guarantee. Like it could be a disaster for the Saints, and they're having. Yeah. I mean. I'm not going to give them the, the, the title or not the title, the label of a COVID outbreak in their building, uh, but like Cameron Jordan. A lot. Yeah. Cameron Jordan has COVID-19 mm-hmm. and that's how Ingram apparently got it. Them and the chargers on the list. Like it, it's, it, it could be a disaster for the saints. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me ask you, we were talking, we were real high on Elijah Moore. This game, he gets Marshawn Lattimore. How are you feeling about Elijah Moore this week? Is he a start? I feel like he has to be. Would you say top 24 this week? You go that high. 
Or you think he's more of a flex? I think he's more of a flex. I, I think when I say I think he's a flex, I think it's just me trying to play it safe. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Um, New Orleans, if Kamara plays, obviously a start. Uh, would you start Taysom Hill? Even with Mallet Finger? Knowing what he is capable of? Never had a start like outside the to. top 12? Never had a start out of the top 12? I feel like I have to. It's the craziest thing because normally you don't, but Taysom Hill just has legs for days. So, yeah, I'd agree. It's a it's a tough pill to swallow, but I think you would. I think I'd start him over at Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins this week. Um, now here comes the tough question: Who are you taking the New York Jets to cover? Or are you taking New Orleans? Man, I'm taking the Saints. I am as well. Um, my reasoning is it is a, a home game for the Saints. and it's, it's a home game for the Jets, actually. Oh, is it? It is. So Ooh. the Jets are home dogs. Never mind. I'm going Jets. <clears throat> my entire reasoning was New Orleans. I think, or it was because it's in New Orleans, but I think, I think this could be a, I think, I think the Jets could, I I don't want to say Jets money line. I don't want to put my name on that, but I think they keep it close. I do. I mean, it, it, it it all, excuse me. It all depends on how the the coming days uh, play out for the saints because Camara shouldn't, shouldn't land on the 19 list because he hasn't really been in the facility. Right. So he hasn't been around it. Taysom Hill, he's still got legs. Um, that offensive line sounds like they're still going to be decent. They're still going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I just – this may be a bit of a shootout. Oh, you think? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. I can't just mm. – I can't tell. This is one game where I'd walk away from the – Obviously, obviously in Minnesota, we're not betting on these games anyways. But uh, if I was, if I was putting money on it, this might be one of those that I just, I would avoid this. Yes, I would avoid this. All righty. Next, we got Jags at the Titans. Jags or Titans minus eight and a half. Titans get Julio Jones back this week. So let me ask you, is Julio Jones a play? No. No. Okay. And it, it was a very quick no. It so was a quick back. no. I didn't notice that. You were ready. <laughs> I'm going to back this up. Um, <clears throat> we are now in week 14, and we have yet to see Julio Jones actually kind of step up as a reliable target for Ryan Tannehill. Definitely makes sense. Question marks. I mean, I shouldn't say it's all on Julio. I bet some of it falls on the play calling. I bet fall, some of it falls on Tannehill actually just not looking that way and wanting to get his AJ Brown. It could be a multitude of things, but I think the point still stands. We haven't seen Julio Jones be Julio Jones in Tennessee at all this year. Yeah, and I, I, I think. <laughs> Playing it, playing it safe and keeping him on your bench or not even rostered in some leagues. Um, 
the I guess that that holds more weight than trying to be the smart one and try to like win your week with Julio Jones. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, I would I would probably agree with that. I would stay away. I think he's kind of the same way we felt about Russell Wilson. Um, you need to wait till he proves it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville, can you trust James Robinson this week? Nope. That sucks. Nope. <laughs> that sucks because if you have James Robinson, you've probably been riding him as your right, running back too. You know. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that really sucks. Tennessee, are you touching any of those running backs? Um. I guess rostering, yes. Dontrell Hilliard at least has the receiving upside, which irks me to no end that it's not Jeremy McNichols, but well, McNichols was hurt last game and he's coming back healthy this game. So that may change things. Um, I don't think you can start any of them. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Uh, Last person, Tannehill. I see. I I don't have him in the starting category. I don't have him close. He just has no one to throw to. Yeah. I think he's, You're seeing him. I oh my goodness, words. <laughs> when he has no run game, he is not Ryan the the normal Ryan Tannehill that yeah. we're used to seeing. Yeah, they have really no run game, and and I I get the stats say like, well, Dante Foreman is you know a pretty efficient runner. I get that, but at the same time, it's not Derrick Henry. No, so no, you're not replacing little- that. Right, and a defense can play a little more normal, a little more standard instead of trying to fit eight or nine in a box to try to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. All right, who you got, Jacksonville plus eight and a half or Tennessee minus eight and a half? I got burned by Jacksonville last week. I'm taking Tennessee this week. Tennessee, I'm I'm playing with fire. I'm going, I'm going Jacksonville. I think Tennessee kind of dominates the game, but I think Jacksonville at the end will keep it close because it is a divisional matchup. That is mm. my thought. Um, just, you know, a little bit of a pride thing. We got another divisional matchup. We got a lot of divisional matches this week, actually. Um, yeah. Ravens at the Browns. Browns minus two and a half over under a 42 and a half. So they do not believe that this is Lamar's week for coming back in Vegas. Um, Lamar, uh, the Ravens offense struggling last four games, averaging 19 points. First eight games, averaging 27 points. Lamar, does he crack top seven quarterbacks this week, Ty? Um, nah, man, no, because I think <laughs> there's so think, much pain in that answer. <laughs> I think he's eight or nine or eight to ten. All right. But I also think the only way he does crack top seven is a very specific uh order of how the game plays out or right. where he is like the guy in that offense. Yeah. And he might have to be um, Cleveland. How are you feeling about Nick Chubb and Kareem hunt? Hopefully the bye week did them some good Yeah, to get another week healthier, but then also to kind of hit a reset on this offense because Ever since Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad decided to just post a video about how bad the quarterback is, uh, this offense has really has not really been the same. And they've always had question marks. Mm-hmm. But the one thing 
they never had question marks on was the run game. I think they get back to the roots on this one, and I think they just stick it to the Ravens. Like, you're not going to stop a run attack, and if you can stop Chubb, probably can't stop Kareem Hunt. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely can see that. Um, anything else you want to add on any players? Otherwise, I think we're going to move on from this. Jarvis Landry might be worth oh. a look. With forgot to answer, ask about your man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marlon Humphrey is out for the year, so – uh, Jarvis Landry may be worth a look. He, someone has to get that ball. Um, but I guess New England proved it. You don't have to throw. Um, right. <laughs> who you got? Cleveland minus two and a half or Baltimore plus two and a half? Uh, Cleveland money line. Cleveland money no, no, line. Well, no, well, no. I guess well because Cleveland's favored, so I I will take Cleveland to cover. Cleveland. I'm taking Baltimore money line. I think Baltimore wins this outright. I'm 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 really banking on the bye week, like doing the Browns some good. No, and they definitely could come out and just run all over this defense, and they mm-hmm. won't be able to even touch the ball. I mean, they could play the Ravens game. Like the Ravens game is control the ball, control the time of possession, and Cleveland come out and do that right back to them. Yep. Next game, another divisional matchup. This is the week of the divisional matchups. Because let's see, right now we've had one, we've had two, we've three, talked about three. Here's our fourth, and I know we got at least two more coming up. Um, Falcons and Panthers. This is probably another block game. There's three so far that we've kind of had in contention. New Orleans, New York, Jaguars and Titans, and now Falcons and Panthers. Um uh Panthers are the home team. They are favored by two and a half points. Another low 42 and a half point over under. Um, it's high. I don't even know what to ask about this game. Uh, <laughs> Cam Newton or Taysom Hill? Cam Newton, because there's a new offensive coordinator in Carolina. That was a sneaky. I didn't even realize that this morning. They let Joe Brady go. Mm-hmm. There were people talking that Joe Brady was like going to turn Sam Darnold's career around, you know, and they were going to make him into the next big thing. And now they've let him go. Sam Darnold's not coming back for the next year. Nope. Nope. He's not. <laughs> um, so Cam Newton, you're going? Yes. Yeah, and I, I think I agree. I think he's healthy. This Atlanta defense sucks. Um, not that New York Jets are any good either. I'm mean, Jets are probably worse, but um Matt Rule came out and said, I don't know how our quarterback rushing quarterback can only have five yards rushing. Um, so they know that he's gonna run the ball. Um, he's got weapons. That's the thing about this Carolina offense, is they have Robbie Anderson, they have DJ Moore, they have um Terrence Marshall Jr. too. Uh, so they got people to throw to him. I mean, Amir Abdullah has been pretty good in the passing game. Chuba, Chuba Hubbard isn't too bad himself. So, you know, he could do it. Um, and then the Atlanta side, Cordero is always a start at this point. Mike Davis, would you touch him? No. Yeah, I wouldn't touch I mean, he's kind of like Grinch. Wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Um, Kyle Pitts. Is he a top 10 tight end this week? I don't think so either. I like you said, Stefan Gilmore last week or last time they matched up, and you gotta imagine it worked out pretty well then. Why would you change up now? Yep, exactly. If you're gonna lose to Russell Gage, then you know what hats off to them. 
Right. Uh, Russell Gage, is he a sneaky flex play? He might be, but I think there are better flex options out there. Okay. I'd like that answer. Um, very politically correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. So then who do you got? Carolina minus two and a half. Are you taking Atlanta here? Oh. I will lead into my answer with this. Okay. Do you know what Carolina's home record is right now? I have no idea. They are two and four at home. No way. Are they really? Do you know what Atlanta's record is on the road? No. Four and two. Really? I'm taking Atlanta money line. Atlanta money line. Wow. I can't believe I'm saying it. (laughs) The Falcons have the same record as the Panthers, Saints, and Vikings? That's crazy. (laughs) Man, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Atlanta money line. I don't want to join you, man. I know. I'll join you. Yeah. I'll join you. Atlanta yeah. money line. Give me that plus one fifteen, baby. I yeah. Look, if you can string together Atlanta money line with with Jacksonville money line. <laughs> oh, hold on. Steelers money line. Atlanta money line. Um, Bengals money line. Bengals money line. And Tampa to cover. Okay, I like that parlay a lot. Like I don't mind it. I like I like it a lot. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. All right. Well, we'll get to those other two games later. Next, we got another divisional matchup. Washington football team. This is number four. Number four, if you're counting at home, Washington football team versus or versus the Cowboys football teams at home. Cowboys are a four-point road favorite. Um, C.D. Lamb, he's a must-start, right? Yep. Amari Cooper, is he a must-start anymore? I think he's fallen out of must-start territory. Amari Cooper or C.D. Lamb? C.D. Lamb. Or not. Well, yes, yeah, C.D. Good answer. I meant to ask <laughs> Amari Cooper or Terry McLaurin. That was the question I meant. It did not come out, but that is what I meant. I like Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I, I think I'm on the same page. Dak hasn't looked great. Um, this Dallas defense gives up yards. Um, uh-huh. they're, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but they give yards. Um, let's see Zeke. How are you feeling? Are you worried? Are you out on him rest of the season? Are you more excited to start Tony Pollard? Is Tony Pollard a flex play? Sorry. I'm peppering you with questions, but they all kind of come together at the same time. <laughs> I don't like that. I uh, know for reference. Tony Pollard. Type. Tony Pollard is a better play than Ezekiel Elliott rest of the year. Ezekiel no. Elliott is a goal line back at this point. 
does not get much receiving work, does not get many yards per carry. And that's because they like to use Zeke up the middle and they like to use Pollard and the outside zone runs. This favors Pollard. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It pains me to say that. Oh, my gosh. Because <clears throat> that was crazy. I'm, I'm sick of offensive coordinators trying to use as many weapons as possible. Sick of it. Ezekiel Elliott can do exactly what Tony Pollard is doing. Maybe better, probably better than Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard has been good, has been real good lately. I have a bone to pick. I have a bone to pick with Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, you can reach me at my phone number at 666-666-666. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say he's going to release the phone number. Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Um, Wow. Wow. That might be one we have to clip right there. That was a rant. That was some passion behind that Tony Pollard. You feel the emotion and the pain that's just been built up for weeks at this point. I, I did. Wow. I love it. Um, man, that is nuts. Um, but yeah, uh, Gibson, obviously you have to play the amount of touches he's been getting. Um, we just said we like McLaurin more than Cooper. So we'll kind of leave it at that. Logan Thomas obviously isn't playing. Um, so Ty, who are you taking? I think Dallas covers the spread. Dallas covers the spread. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, <laughs> I like it a lot. I am gonna, man, it's at Washington. Washington's on a hot streak. I'm gonna go Dallas. Um, <laughs> I pepper think the I, compliments to Washington. I'm going. Dallas. I think this is the week they get smacked in the mouth. You know, every good run kind of comes to an end, and I think this might be the week they get just smacked. Yep. Um, next we got. Seahawks at Houston. Seahawks seven and a half point road favorites coming off a seven point win against San Francisco. Ty, how are we how are we feeling about Russell Wilson? How are we oh. feeling about Russ? I'm out on Russ. Yeah? Russ I'll go to the I will go to the extent of saying that I'm out on Russell Wilson for the rest of the season. Oh, don't do it to me. I'm sorry, boss. I I I have to go with where my gut is with what my gut is telling me on this one. All right. All right. Does that mean you're out on Lockett than DK Metcalf? I'm more out on DK Metcalf than I am on Tyler Lockett. Okay. The Lockett top 20 rest of the season? No. Top 24? No. Top 30? Yes. So he's a flex. How about DK? Top 30 rest of the season? I guess. Wow. Like, I, like Lockett, to me, is a better flex play than Metcalf, but Metcalf is like 29-30, could drop out what at agree. any moment. Would agree. I um, Are you on the same page as me? You're not touching any Seattle running back? Unless you're like beyond desperate. <laughs> I, 
I mean, maybe Rex Burkhead or, or sorry, Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. Sorry, my fault. Seattle. None of them. None All right, of them. good. <laughs> unless you like have no one, unless you're starting like Tony oh, Jones <laughs> Jr. or something crazy. No, um, I'll, I'll put it this way. When you would rather have Rex Burkhead than yes. any Seattle running back. That says a lot. You're, you're in trouble. Um, Brandon Cooks, is he startable this week? Yes, he is. Okay. With Davis Mills. I think it's I think Davis Mills is going to help him out tremendously. Millis. All right. The Millie man. Um, well, that's I mean, that's all the Texans were gonna cover. You gave yep. Burkhead probably more justice than he's due. <laughs> um, and Brandon Cooks is the only bright spot on the entire team. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, does Seattle come into Houston and cover? Yes. All right, I'm on the same page. I can't bet for I can't put a well like you, you think for a second, you're like, actually Houston could technically keep this close, but then like you just don't bet against Russ. Yeah, and you don't bet for Davis Mills. Um next we have a non another non uh conf- or division game, non-conference game, second one in a row. Um we got Denver. Favored um, at home against Detroit by eight and a half points. They're gonna put Detroit as eight and a half point underdogs after that great comeback win last week. Are you crazy? Oh, um, that hurts. Uh, Denver, Detroit is a plus three ten money line. Um, <laughs> them to win two in a row. <laughs> wow. Um. The over-under is 42, so obviously I think it's going to be a little low, pretty low scoring. Uh, Denver, they're going to do it to us. You know they will. Uh, they're going to put, as Lucas continually says, put it, Melvin Gordon back in his cage. Um, <laughs> they released the beast, and they have, they're have they thinking about retracting that statement with Melvin Gordon coming back. Do you think they will, or do you think Javante gets a bulk of the work if Melvin Gordon plays? I think they bring Melvin Gordon back. And you think it's, do you think it goes back right back to that 50 50? Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm on the same page and that sucks. Um, Cause Javante looks so good. Um, are they both it's playable a, though? It, no, no, you don't think so. No, I think it's going to be one or the other. I am on the, I think they are both 12 to 17 points this week. Reason being, I just think Detroit has a letdown of a week. Um, they come off that big win. I mean, they literally were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl. I don't <laughs> think they can put two. Uh, they were. I mean, there's no, there's no saltiness in that at all, right? There's no I mean, bitterness. You remember when the Cubs won the World Series and they played the Titanic song as like <laughs> yeah. Rizzo? I mean, like you could put the same background music to them celebrating. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown looked like he just like found the fountain of youth when he had that ball in his hands. I mean, it was like, are you kidding me? You won one game. All right. Um, yes, I am salty. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I mean, they literally are going to be in the same emotions the Vikings were after the Minnesota Mir- Minneapolis miracle. And I think it's just a huge letdown waiting to happen. Um Detroit, are you? Would you flex Jamal Williams? I think you said that last episode you would not. You're not chasing Amon Ross St. Brown. 
Hawkinson, you got to start. You probably don't have a tight end better than him. Um, Denver receivers. Are you touching any of them? No, because they're unpredictable. Yeah. Last week with Judy, could this could be Tim Patrick this week? Yeah, you just have no idea. All righty. Here comes to here comes to. I just told you I'm taking. I'm taking Denver. I think it's a huge letdown week from Detroit. I think they look awful. Um, Ty, who are you taking? Detroit. Wow. Money line? <laughs> two in a row? Two cover. Two cover. <laughs> He's taking two in a row. Uh, can you imagine though, like if Detroit actually won two in a row? Yeah. Then I would, I would be okay with them celebrating like it was a Super Bowl. There you go. Not just one game. Like I'm in, I'm in the same boat as you. But yep. I think, I think this is going to be like seven or like six. Okay, definitely. Um, Giants at Chargers. Um, you. Yeah, Chargers minus 10. Giants 300 plus 360 money line in case you're enticed. Um, Man. I'll keep this one short and sweet for me. I like it. Giants have no one. Chargers have everyone. Except Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But they sell Austin Eckler, Jared Cook, and Donald Parham, who might be a sneaky tight end play this week. Oh, say that. <laughs> Chargers by a million. That's exactly Chargers by Charger, um, Chargers to cover. That's that's all that I'll say about this game. We said it last week, and it probably still rings true. At best, they'll have Mike Glennon. At worst, they have Jake Fromm. Uh, and this is not- and this this is in LA. This is in LA. I mean, which doesn't mean a lot, but um, <laughs> it's not in New York. It's more like it's right. at a neutral site. Um, but yeah, I just I don't see any way New York can put up any points. Saquon, do you have any faith in Saquon this week? Please, Ty. These Saquon owners need it. Zero. He gives zero me the zero faith. I can't. Oh. Hey, I will say this. And I'm only saying this because Lucas is not on the podcast. <laughs> because I know if I said this, we may there we may start World War words. <laughs> I would bench Saquon this week. No. Yeah. Oh, this crazy man! This crazy man. Man, the myth, the legend. Tough not to. I think he puts up thirteen. I, I I can't. 12 I, carries, I, 40 yards, 5 catches, 40 yards, 13 in a PPR format. I am with you. I'm taking the Chargers to cover. I think Herbert has a great week. I just think I mean, if Jake Fromm plays, they might score zero points. They might get shut up. Um, next, we have 49ers at Bengals. Bengals are – or no – you were right. San Francisco is a point and a half favorite on the road in Cincinnati. Joe Mixon is listed as questionable right now. If he misses, that would be big for this offense. But this, <laughs> that means in San Francisco, who covers and wins if Mixon yes. doesn't play. Um, and it is a 48 and a half point over under. 
So they're expecting a pretty high scoring game here. Um, Cincinnati's got T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Order those three for me this week. T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. I like it. Nice and confident. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now it's looking Elijah Mitchell might not play. It's looking like Jeff Wilson might not play. It's looking like Trey Sermon will for sure not play, which would lead Jamichael Hasty. Is he a start? No. <laughs> no, he is out. Even because yeah, how crazy would it be for me to say, I think Jamichael Hasty is more of a play than Saquon Barkley. How crazy does that sound? <laughs> I yeah, I'll I'll I will I'll give you that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, th- man, I, I might flex them. I would consider it. I just the opportunity in San Francisco. All they do is run the freaking ball. That's all they do. What about last week, though? They had twenty-two rushes with Elijah Moore, Mitchell, and that was their worst rushing week. It's Kyle true. Shanahan doesn't know anything else. He throws true. to one player. Play. For one player that runs the ball up the gut. That's all he does. Um, but, I mean, at most he's a flex. Um, Cincinnati, I mean, obviously it's different. If Joe Mixon doesn't play. He's, a, I mean, he's an automatic play at this point. He has to be. Uh, Joe Burrow, does he crack top 12 for you? Actually, let me check out our rankings. Because... Oh, <laughs> I do too. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> but uh, I started like quarter. 15. I do it. I have them at 15. Same as me. Oh, I'm at week 13. I was like, why is Mac Jones at 15? Yeah. I gotta, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think he's a play this week, but I think he's a high end QB2. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, could definitely see that. Who are you taking? Assuming Joe Mixon plays, we take him. Cincinnati money line. Cincy money line. He did say this earlier as part of the parlay. Um, Cincy got smacked last week. I mean, yeah, at this point, you're either taking Cincy money line or you're taking San Francisco. Um I think I'm going to take Cincy money line as well. I I just I don't see how they don't they can't respond after last. They have to respond after last week. Um, it's at home, like mm-hmm. at home. You have to respond at home, and I just don't trust Jimmy G. Um, next we got probably the most exciting game of the week: Tampa Bay versus the Buffalo Bills. So it'd be nice Ooh. weather. Tampa Bay is favored by three and a half, fifty-three and a half point. Over under Tampa Bay, you're starting everyone. There's not a there. You're starting Brady. You're starting Fournette. You're starting Gronk. You're starting Godwin. You're starting Evans. I mean, because Fournette is not a great matchup, but he's been getting seven catches a game. Mm-hmm. How can you not start that? Well, I mean, can we really say that this Tampa defense is really the Tampa? Or, or I'm sorry. Is this Buffalo defense really as good as we make it out to be? Yes, last week was extreme conditions, but they have not really been as dominant once people were like, well, they're number one in run defense and number one in pass defense. It's yeah. been a decline ever since then. 
It has. And then Buffalo, you're starting Allen. Obviously, you're starting Diggs. I'm not touching any running backs, especially in this game. You're the same. You're shaking your head. Nope. Um, Diggs, you got to start. Yep. Beasley or Sanders, if you got to pick one. Beasley. Beasley. Ty's a Beasley truther. I love it. Um, I will die on this Cole Beasley hill if it's I'm the last gonna, thing I do. I'm going to take Beasley, too. He's looked better than at Sanders. Um, so that just leaves the – who are you taking, Tampa or Buffalo? Tampa to cover the spread. Tampa to cover. I'm taking Buffalo to cover, but not to win. Um, you do realize that we are talking about Tom Brady, who is undefeated in covering the spread when they score more than 30 points. No, he's he's undefeated in covering spreads when he has a, a double digit. Uh, when he's favored by double digits. They're only favored by three and a half in this one. Game should be <laughs> no. I think um, Tampa. I think Tampa wins. It'll be close for the majority of the game, but Tampa will pull away at the end. Okay. I mean, I can see it going all both ways. It, um, it honestly could. Here's the biggest spread of the week in another divisional game. This is five for you. Bears at Packers or in Lambo. Packers favored by 12 and a half. And they're favored by 12 and a half, and Aaron Rodgers didn't practice today. Um, so obviously they don't think that's that big of a deal. Um, man, Ty, you're starting Devontae. Are you starting Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah, you got to start Rodgers. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, what are we thinking? That hurts, doesn't it? Can you really AJ, sit Aaron Jones? AJ Dillon is more of a start than Aaron Jones. I would agree, but could you sit Aaron Jones? Could you yes. stomach sitting Aaron Jones? Yes. Tony Pollard or Aaron Jones? <laughs> you said you were so high at Tony Pollard, so now I got to ask. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard or A.J. Dillon? Tony Pollard. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I would go A.J. Dillon <laughs> um, just because I think they're going to be up by more. Um, yep. Bear side of the ball. You're starting Montgomery. Are you touching anyone else? Mooney, maybe? No. Desperation flex? flex? No. Nope. Oh, because Jair's back, isn't he? Uh, well, he returned to practice. So he could be, if, especially if Jair is back, then you're not touching him. Yeah. Uh, Al Robinson still questionable with the hamstring. But yeah, I wouldn't touch anyone. Cole Komet maybe is desperation and beyond desperation. It, uh, and it, that is your Hail Mary of Hail Marys. Um, although Jimmy Graham was tight end eight last week. One catch, one yard, one touchdown. Got him to tight end eight. <laughs> I will directly reference my most hated NFL head coaches, offensive coordinator list. Number one on my list, Matt Nagy. Number one on the tie hit list. Matt Nagy needs to stop trying to outsmart other teams because he's doing it to himself. Jimmy Graham should not be on the field. 
That's a hundred percent. So this is a 12 and a half point spread on prime time Sunday night football. Who are you taking? Packers to cover. Packers to cover. Justin Fields, give me that garbage time touchdown, baby, because I'm taking Chicago to cover. They'll lose by double digits, but they'll cover. Um, <laughs> they'll lose literally by 12. They'll lose by 10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 33 to 20 game. I think um, this will be a 34-17 game. Ooh, all right, all right. Um, and then I this one might be the you know this one might rival. Um, our Tampa Bay Buffalo game is the most exciting game of the week. It's Arizona versus Los Angeles. So Arizona's a home team. They're favored by two and a half over under 51 and a half. And Kyler start D hop. He's got to be a start, right? Mm-hmm. James Connor start start chase Edmonds. If he plays start. Start RB2 or RB3, we thinking? RB3. RB3. Okay, so he's your flex kind of guy. Yep. Um, Zach Ertz. Sit. Ooh, interesting. I hope that's your sit of the week on our little Discord there. Uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's a surprising one. I like it. Uh, can we have some reasoning on that? Um. Oh, I just think they, I think Arizona tries to uh, assert the run. Okay. And when they throw the ball, which I mean, last week was not very often. Mm -hmm. So that could be a reason why I'm saying sit because I just have recency bias. All right. You can acknowledge it. I think, I think he's a, I think when I say Ertz is a sit, I think it's borderline, um, like start sit. Like it, it, it's the like he'll probably put up like seven or eight points. Okay, and depending on how all the other tight ends do, he could be a sit or he could be a start. But again, it's because of other tight ends that finish with certain stats. All right. I, I definitely see that. I'll top to the other side of the ball. Uh, Dara Henderson, if he plays, you starting him. Yep. Stafford, you starting him. <laughs> yes. Cups automatic. If you sick cup, then you don't deserve to play fantasy football. <laughs> um, Van Jefferson or Odell. Van Jefferson. I think you got to stick with him too. I would agree. Uh, would you touch any other Arizona wide receiver in this game? No. No. Uh, well, ah! <gasps> Is he going to pull one out for us here? No, not to yeah. start. But I think Christian Kirk could have a sneaky game. All righty. I like it. Um, now, I need I need to see if actually Christian Kirk is actually like active because I have not heard his name in like weeks. That's true. I think he is. I just don't think he's had great weeks. I mean, it helps that Kyler, this is Kyler's first game back. So that'd probably do it. True. Um, 
Who are you taking? Arizona minus two and a half. I'll give you who I'm, I'm taking. Calling, I'm calling revenge game for the Rams. You think Rams money line? I already got written down, baby, <laughs> for me. So uh, you can join me. Ty, we both took three money lines. All this. Actually, I took four this game. Or you took you four mean? as well because you took Pitt. So we. We picked some upsets this week. Um, yeah. Let's see. This week we have one, two, three, four, five, six games the same. So we have a lot where we are kind of on both sides of it. So we will see. This should be interesting. <laughs> if, if, if one of us goes down, we all go down. <laughs> um, so... I'll keep track. Last week you were 10 and three. I was five and eight. We shall see how we finish out the season. Um, it should be fun. We wish you best of luck um, as you're making your decisions for this final playoff push. Um, Ty, if case somebody has a real late trade deadline and they really need to win this week, is it okay to sell out if you have like a DeAndre Swift just to get someone who can start? Or are you taking the chance of missing the playoffs to put an Adrian Peterson at the running back position? <laughs> or are you selling out? Are you giving up a DeAndre Swift for a Melvin Gordon who will get you 10 points? I'm not. I'm taking the chance. I'm sticking with my guns. And okay. I'm saying, hey. I know if they're active in the playoffs, I have a great shot. And I'm going to take my bets and just say, hey, everyone else that I've got, let's do this. And if they don't, well, they don't. (laughs) And I'm the same way. I just think you're not playing to make the playoffs. Who cares if you make the playoffs? Right, you're playing to win the championship. This is the only reason we do fantasy football, right? You know, so you got to stick with what you got. Don't sell out on your players. If you're seriously aiming for third place to just get your money back, mm-hmm. I don't want to play with you. Exactly. All righty. With that, make sure you tune in for Lucas's start sits, some player props, DFS lineups. Um. Also, make sure we are. Uh, working with a new app called Next Score. Make yeah. sure you sign up and use the code Fellas. It is free. Okay, this is a chance completely to free. Serious money in the future. They're looking to turn it crypto. So play for now for free. Worst comes to worst, you're playing for fun. You're having, you're enjoying it. Sign up with the code Fellas. Get 500 free tokens. You help us out a little bit as well. Um, so you know what? Uh, that's our last plug. As I said before, good luck. And with that, deuces. Deuces.